I just finished a, a reading for somebody, so like I'm I'm coming off of like Ooh, uh, tarot, just a lovely moment of connection, and um, well, how about connection? It was just like connection is a word. Yeah, we can jam on connection. And it doesn't have to stay there. It's just, just like a launching pad, and then we can like call back to mm-hmm. it if we ever need to. It's just kind of like mm-hmm. you know a lighthouse. I like that. That's a good format because typically, like, I just let it go off in any direction I want to. Like, for example, the other day when I was going back through a, a podcast I recorded in February, my friend Britt Barron and I were talking, and we were think we somehow got onto this idea of redoing "Gone with the Wind" but queer and in space. Um, so we wanted to call it "Gone with the Solar Winds," <laughs> and I thought it was really funny. Um, but anyways, I, like I said, I digress. Connectedness. I was connecting with her. Write a word, then you can keep coming back. We can take all those digressions. Take them all. And then mm. when you're like, wait, and here we are. where the hell are we? Connection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? It's like, what were we talking about? Yeah, connection. What's up? Also, hi. I'm also really happy to see your face. You look so pretty. I'm so happy to see your face. Man. It's been, I can't uh, wait till how it's long has it safe been? to be... Last time I was in LA, I think uh, I was shooting the woman video with Lisa. Yeah, when was the, when was that? That was like October. Okay. Yeah, and you know, I was gonna be at the Goose this summer, and I was just like, it's just the, like, know. of course it's gonna be out there, and I'm like, Mm-mm, nah. So I was very weepy. It's the first time in five years I haven't been, and yeah. Oh well, you know, you do what you can. Um, but I'm definitely, uh, I moved in with my friend John because I was living by myself and I was very lonely slash yeah. not good for my mental health. I also got really sick, um, uh, with, I caught colitis, which, uh, not colitis, I developed colitis. Um, what is colitis? Is, um, colitis is a bacterial infection, um, in the colon specifically causing it to swell. And I was... Causing, you basically, you're throwing up everything. You can't keep anything oh. down. And, you're, um, and uh, how one contracts that bacteria that causes colitis is possibly um, through eating ass. So, oh, okay. <laughs> to the guy who, whose ass I ate before coronation hit, I just want to say, I have an $1,800 medical bill that I have to pay off because of your <laughs> It is a lot, and that's with my insurance. Like, what? I pay them like what fourteen hundred ish dollars a year for me to pay an additional eighteen hundred. Wow. It's ugh. that's crazy. But hey, now I'm ready to just get as sick as I want to because now my deductible is done. <laughs> that's what's funny, dude. Is because I'm in this whole thing of create lately. Um, that's what. Hey, Tim. Tim, love you, man. But this is not. This is not that. We are uh, recording. Okay. So, <laughs> thank you. Can you, can you please keep yourself muted here? All the love. Anyways. Anyways. Connection. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes this is like just um, chat chat time. So I don't know. Maybe you didn't yeah. know we're recording a podcast. Oh, it's cool. It's cool. Um, but yeah, um, tell me about what it's been like for you in coronation because yeah connection and and coronation that's a nice way of thinking about it yeah 
Um, Remember when we used to call it coronavirus? People would just call it the coronavirus. <laughs> now we call it by virus. COVID-19. Um, I mean, like, yeah. it feels much more scary because I think well, of cor- uh, coronavirus and I'm just like, is that what happens, like, when I'm on some beach somewhere? Coronation. <laughs> what Talk is that? Oh, Man, oh I, yeah, sorry. Yeah, so we started we started coronation with uh, you know being all locked up just by ourselves, and then our friends were living in mm-hmm. an apartment that um, like had no windows and just like oh, the God. tiniest box, and they were just after a couple of weeks, we're just going crazy. We're like, why don't you just move into the back house for for this little quarantine mm-hmm. that we all thought would last like another couple of weeks, a minute. <laughs> And then, uh, and now they just live here. It's just mm. a, it's just a commune now. That's been your dream for so long. I know it's great. They're out I doing, love that they're out doing yoga in the yard right now. It's just like a very hippie commune vibe. We're all like, oh, we'll see. Let's all meditate at nine tonight. We'll see you. Okay, <laughs> that's really great. I kind of live for that. That's yeah. the dream right there. I um I've had um I've had a collection of friends that I have done, like they've been my squad of people. So we basically said we're only going to go to the grocery store and to each other's houses and the park. And um we kind of kept to that and you know practices. So we'll go sit in people's backyards. Uh we BYOB like we like I will say like I'm like, why did we ever go... Not saying, that, why do we ever go to bars? Like, I love going to a bar because I love being amongst a bunch of queer humans and, like, boogieing and being weird. That's why I love queer nightlife. Um, but I will say, I'm saving so much money on alcohol. Yeah. So much. Um, and I'm just like, I need to do this more often. Also, is this 30? Is this what 30 is, like, discovering? Like, oh... I didn't need to spend all that money out <laughs> at the bar. I could have did this at home with my friends, with people I actually like, and I can hear them. There's, yeah. no, there's no music. That's like, hey, what's up? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I can't do loud bars. Mm. I don't know. I've never been able to. Especially, it's usually been like after a show that we would have the opportunity to go to loud. I'm not like, I've been married since mm. I was like fucking 19 years old, you know? So I was Rock never like. <laughs> A club guy, or a, it's just been like usually when we're on tour, I'm like you want to get a drink, and but I, I spend like all of my day listening to loud music. Mm. A lot of my day. so it's just and, like so like when you're trying to get away from that, it's like I need to unwind, relax, and also I would actually like to converse with the person in right, front of me. I want to have a discussion, and I also mm, like I, I don't know how to if if the music is bad, then it's just annoying. If it's good, mm-hmm. then it's hard to stay connected to, like, I yeah. want to listen to the music then. Yeah. That's why I have to, like, go with an express purpose. Like, if I'm going out to mingle, mix, and be, there needs to be a patio area. Yeah. And that's typically where I'll go. I'll go inside, you know. But I'll also, like, you. Uh, I don't know. Like, oh, man, I miss drag shows. God, I miss. Yeah. And, like, Atlanta's got a pop and drag scene, so you can go to, like, three different shows in a week if you want to. How, many, and, how often would you go to a drag show? Uh, I mean, like, in the summertime when things are just really going and everyone's having a blast two, three times a week. What? Um, wow. Yeah. That's because a lot it's like of shows. Tuesday, 
Yeah, I mean, it's not, but like, also, like, I'm in bed by midnight, regardless, because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm no, like, I'm not, I'm no spring chicken anymore, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Says the 30 year old. I, like, I, I have, re- I, but the thing is, like, I am so serious about my rest now. I know that sounds so fucking, like, um, oh, I'm a progressive and I rest and Sabbath. Um, but I'm so serious, like, once I understood that, like, my body has been asking for just a minimum of six to eight hours, just six hours, if I can't even, if I'm not giving that to my body, I can't do anything else I actually want to do. And, like, I'm tired and I'm irritable and I'm, like, not at my best. I'm like, why would I want to not be at my best? And it's just like, well, then do the things that are going to help you, Kevin. I'm like, oh, my God, is this 30? And so... Um, but so my bedtime typically is like you need to be in bed by midnight. That's my rule. Good. Except for the past three nights because I've been going out on a date with a cute guy. That's a different story. Connection. Connection. More connection. There it is. So what do you? I want to know about what you wanted to tell me about. You said you had some things. Oh my gosh. Okay, like this is. And I'm really, really glad I get to talk to you about this because I know you love getting as weird as I do or as, like, Please, this is the Alien Podcast. This is where we go to the far edges of the galaxy. Oh, just to figure out the meaning of life. It's 42. Hey. Um, So, I've been thinking, it's mostly, it's, like, around the label of Christian on myself, right? Mm -hmm. And I've always just been, like, fuck I don't know because like it, the the word doesn't mean anything anymore <laughs> to me at least and for some people it's deeply meaningful to them to be a Christian mm-hmm. specifically and I've gotten to this point where I wonder I'm like is this term helpful for me now in actually communicating what I want and I also you've been through very similar things it's just like I know you all look at me and you say that I'm a Christian, maybe, sometimes, but I look at myself and I'm like, ooh, I don't know. Because, hmm. like, the only reason I still go to my church is because it's the same people that I would go to brunch with, you know? Same people I would, like, you know, hmm. go to a bar with. And I do. Like, I hang out with my church friends because we hang out everywhere. Because we're friends. What a concept. Um, but if but if the tr- if my church burned down tomorrow, we'd still go to brunch and we'd still go to bars and we'd still like show up at protests. That's the only reason I'm a part of a, a church community. Because also our church also houses an LGBTQ uh, youth refuge center, like for LGBTQ homeless youth. It's one of the only queer homeless youth shelters in the South. Like, mm. and we also house. An adult daycare facility for older adults who their like their caretakers have to drop them off, go to work, and they provide them with excellent care. Um, in like a, a local community. Place. Yeah. So of course yeah. I would want to be a part of that. Yeah. But it's like everything else. <laughs> <laughs> and I it's, it's like the it's the it's the culture war debates, it's the the trying to save institutions that are falling apart. It it's like you guys are trying to, like, you know, you say that you want Bernie, but then you didn't show out. Like, you say that you want Bernie, but then, like, you, you got Joe Biden, you know? 
Or it's like, you know, like, people are in love with a Barack Obama of faith, so to speak. Or, like, some kind of just, like, I have a dream, I have a hope for this vision. But then you get in there and you're restrained by the office. Obama himself Mm. was restrained by the office. And so he ended up not being able to make the change that he, you know, articulated to an entire generation of 13 million staffers. Hmm. And as a former staffer, I'm not saying that I'm bitter about it, but... Ooh, so the office is Christianity? Is that what you're getting yes. at? Yeah. Yes. And so people in the, the in the form of Christianity are constrained and are unable to do the right thing because they're so Whoa. concerned about trying to keep this thing alive. Whoa, that's... And it bugs the shit out of me. That's so interesting because, yeah, there's limitations when you need to, like, fit the office because then what if you're like, eh, this creed is not really useful anymore. Right. Then you can't – what are you supposed – You, if you're going to be a Christian church, can you throw out creeds? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, wait, can you – if you're the president, can you – where are your limitations of power? But there's also power that comes with the office, and mm. this is – something that i've experienced Mm. as i shed the labels Mm. for myself noticing that then everybody goes okay well then we don't care what you say (laughs) not everybody but you know there's like a lot of people that are like if you're speaking within the game within the office Mm -hmm. uh like right now, if Obama does a State of the Union address, not nearly as many people are going to tune in because he's not mm-hmm. the fucking president anymore. Right? right? So if you're not... <laughs> <laughs> Weeps openly, runs down... It's like weeping running down the hall, Ilana.gif. You know what I'm talking about from no, Broad City where she's know. just like... Oh, yes, uh, yes, yes, I'll yes. Send it to- Yes, I know what you're talking about. Yes. Slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, stop snorting. No, it's oh. that is like it is a real thing that I am continue uh, and still because I I love mm-hmm. Christ. I love um, yeah. a lot of Christian metaphor. I've been mm-hmm. thinking about going through like a a Bible study on my. On my podcast, my loving this podcast. I was reading Mark. Like I haven't read. Look at this. Here's Lou. Come here, Lulu. Hi, baby girl. Oh, sweet That's angel Kevin. baby. Do you remember Kevin? Say hi, Kevin. Hi, Lou. Hi. I miss you. How you been, girl? You been keeping your daddy in line? Being quiet. Okay. Quiet. It's all good. I love you. Um, I I knew her. Her spirit said yes. I knew her spirit said. <laughs> um, felt it. So with all the the Christian stuff that I love, and and mm-hmm. I think there's a lot to mine within Christian tradition and theology, and mm-hmm. um, as far as like there can be ways of bringing someone into the mystery of their existence. Mm-hmm. Um. The sacraments, yeah. the thing it's like it can be a very mm-hmm. powerful, um, connective experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A remembering, if you will, of yes. the body of the one isness gets mm-hmm. remembered as we come yeah. together and do it. So there's a lot about it that mm-hmm. I love, and like Same. you, there's a lot about it that I'm like I am 
have zero interest in being like part of that team. Exactly. If it's like that's a team in the earth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the- uh, there's a there's a book I've been reading called um um gave her a phone called Sinos. <laughs> It's all good. Uh, there's a book I have been reading called See No Stranger by Valerie, uh, if I butcher her last name, I'm sorry, Valerie Kauer, C-K-A-U-E-R. Um, she is a, uh, a Sikh woman, um, which I actually learned is pronounced Sikh, not Sikh, but Sikh. Um, and she tells us, basically, she's doing two things in the book. She's talking about her own experience of like coming into her own power as a brown Sikh woman of faith in America, and then also documenting the violence against the Sikh community that followed after 9-11 and is still continuing to be perpetuated by a hate of Muslims, even though most Muslims don't wear turbans. But they, but because of that one image of Osama bin Laden, it's lodged into like the white imagination of mm. America of like, this yeah. is what a terrorist looks like. Yeah, And so it's a beautifully heartbreaking story, but it's also she has such hope and what she articulates in, like, this is what I think about myself. It's just like, if I'm not working within some kind of interfaith context, I'm going to get real, real angry. Yes, yes. Because I think, like, that is where, I guess that's where I need to start moving a little bit more explicitly is because I can't just work within, within with Christians anymore. They piss me off too much. Um, and... I think not to say that like you know every not every like religious group has the answer or something like that. I just think that I'm so like I get to the point sometimes where I listen to other people talk about their own faiths that are not Christianity and I'm like I am ready to convert. Like that sounds interesting to me and then I have to remember Kevin it's just another form that right. you're trying to cling to. Right. It's like <sighs> and then I take a deep breath and I realize it doesn't matter. And then I'm like, well, why? Did, apparently, it does matter to you because you're so pissed about it. So, <laughs> but then here's the thing: it's also within form, within a container of some kind, something can actually happen. Because yeah, yeah I want to flow with all the positive energy of the universe, but like, I'm in a body still, right? And thus, I need form. I need a metaphor to work with because, for some reason, I can't get it yet. Not yet. Maybe I will. That would be cool. If I could, you know what I'm saying? If I could get, get it. it. Get what? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, uh, I'm so happy you're see, here. This is a delight. Me too. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to, that to been, throw you. Don't let that throw you off. Continue. I was just no, no, expressing. No, no, I've got, I've got another, I have another point uh, to go to. And it was, because uh, I have been noticing, I'm graduated from grad school now. I'm done with all that stuff. And now I'm at this point where I am thinking about, like, what do I want to do with all this crap that I learned? Slash, what have I always wanted to do? And a lot of, like, I've been working on growing my own, like, practicing my spiritual practices consistently. And I have finally found a consistent practice. What is it? Eating ass? I wake up. Oh, yeah, baby. Every single day, morning, noon, and night, <laughs> breakfast, lunch, and dinner, ass, ass, ass. Mm-hmm. God. I wish, but I'm not dating any. Although, like, I, uh, I did go on three dates this past week. However, we did not have sex, which is 
new for me because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a slut. Uh, I'm like, I have no problem with having sex on the first date if they're down. I'm just like, I'm not trying to devalue you. You're not trying to devalue me. In fact, we're trying to add value to each other's life. Try it. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I was about to get real dirty, and then I'm like, Kevin, this is not the time. So, discipleship and connection. Wait, what's your practice before I said eating ass? Yes, yes, it's practice. <laughs> um, I've been, uh, I'm a big old Course in Miracles fan now. I read oh, okay. a Course in Miracles, mm-hmm. and a lot of people get weirded out by that, and they're just, because it's like, well, there's this. It's like, hey, how did it come to be? I'm just like, someone in 1975 wrote it all down and said it was Jesus. And I'm like, good enough for me. <laughs> um, and Who the reason said, I, I say that, that is like, part. it's so... Oh, yeah. You read through this thing, like, when it says in, like, the introduction, she's like, one day, like, she was like, her and her partner were, like, both working on, like, why people were so dissatisfied within, like, their own religious spaces. And as she was working on her own meditative practices, she heard a voice that said, this is A Course in Miracles. Please take notes. And then, uh, uh, the name of the book is A Course in Miracles. And it looks like, this is a comment, A Course in Miracles looks like this for all of our viewers. Um, uh, but she said to her partners, I keep hearing this voice that's telling you to take notes. And her partner said, well, then why don't you take notes? And so she did. And she started writing it down and then out popped a course in miracles. And, um, included within this is the, uh, workbook for students. And so every single day, it's 365 lessons, one for every single day of the year all that build on top of each other in these microcosm ways. And it has caused me to change my mind about everything Mm. about myself, about my connection to God, about my ability to do the thing I'm here to do. And, um, that's part of my practice is every single day. Um, it has like a, a, a beginning idea or a mantra. And so, I sit with my mala and I repeat my mantra 108 times while breathing 108 times. Wow. Um, and then I do some yoga. Um, just like 20 minutes, mostly mm-hmm. stretching. Although I can hold crow pose for like three seconds now. So, eh. um, <laughs> and I've also begun learning more about intuitive eating and, mm. um, recognizing what my body does and does not want. Um, slash how it functions optimally. And so I'm eating a lot less carbs and a lot less dairy just as a result of that. I I did like a slow carb diet for a little bit, but then it's just like, sometimes I just want a fucking tortilla, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And so I've just been allowing myself to eat intuitively and, you know, eat when I'm hungry, sleep when I'm tired. Um, uh, medicinal use of cannabis is still a part of my practice. Oh. Um, but I do actually like along with my medication every single day, it really does help me focus and chill and like get into my flow. Yeah. So, uh, and so those are just like, those are just a few that it's like, it's so much a part of my life now that it does. I don't, I doesn't even, it's not second nature. It's first nature to me. And so, if I have like big emotions now or I have like an overwhelming something happen, my first thing is like, Oh, I'm overwhelmed. I need to take a second. Yeah. And so I do. And if I'm sad and I need to cry, 
I'll sit there and, and I'll just tell my body I'm ready when you are. And then I'll let myself cry. Mm. And apparently I need to right now because uh, I got my feelings hurt last night. So that's another thing for another time, though. Uh, wow. Apparently I do have a lot of emotions right now. That's interesting. Yeah. But yeah, that's, um, and so I've been trying to figure out how do I take what I'm learning right now? Both like, it's so funny, like, I've been doing the spiritual direction and coaching thing for a year now, and now I'm, I'm like, I just want to get these ideas into more people's hands. And so I'm, I've created like a course that I'm, I'm getting to launch in August, like a group coaching course where funny enough, I'm just like, what if I limited it to 12 people at a time and got real symbolic with it? <laughs> Your disciples. It, I'm not, I don't want them to be disciples. I want them to, I want them to be disciples of Christ. I don't want them to be my disciples, but there's already a denomination called disciples of Christ. So, you know, they beat me to it. So, but if you want them to be disciples of Christ, you're pretty fucking Christian. I know. That's isn't it annoying? And the thing is, I don't really want them to be disciples of Christ. I want them to be disciples of everything. Yeah. You know, I want but you if to Christ learn is, from Christ. Is your, if you're still going to the twelve, and the Christ is the first metaphor, that's Christian. I didn't hear anything. You just can you say that one more time? I said it was like, a if you, uh, like the fact that you go to the twelve is meaningful, and the Christ is the metaphor for the all. <laughs> that's like the path. That's the Christian path. But we need. Here's what we the uh, world, and this is where I'm like starting to walk gradually back into like. Mm-hmm. Um, it's language. It's stories. It's sounds that we make, and like, yeah, it's true yeah. that it's true that Sanskrit has um, a lot of subtleties with some spiritual ideas that English is simply not capable of. We do not have the words for it, or it's true that in Greek mm-hmm. they have they have um, different words for love. We've got love, and they've got these different words, mm-hmm. and they can be like more nuanced and more, but. That doesn't necessarily mean that in my context, if I go around speaking mm-hmm. Greek or Sanskrit, that I'm going to be more effective yeah. <laughs> at what I'm doing. So, yeah. um, I don't know. I'm, I think you need to do what you need to do, but also mm-hmm. having conscious Christians in the world is yeah. not a bad thing. And people that can't, there's so much, like, Christians are kind of the hardest group to get involved in interfaith stuff mm-hmm. on some level because so much of the theology is so closed off to mystery mm. and is so built on colonialism. Yeah. And that's, that's the other thing is, like, is, uh, you're right, first of all. I just want to, like, put that out there. Yes. I think that you're right. Um... The thing that I was reading in my lesson today and from A Course in Miracles is that the word of God will come to the person in the form in which they need to receive it. Yeah. Like the miracle comes in the form that we need it. And so for, you know, Americans who grew up around Jesus language, it's helpful. And then, you know, not everybody, like that's really what it comes down to. Like I always, the, one of my things I tell my clients and I remind myself is like, a theology or a belief is only as good as it is helpful. And Jesus is still mighty helpful to me. 
Yeah. And it's like it's I I, f- I think that what it is is like I feel it's a a guilty feeling maybe like I feel guilty about the fact that like. Mm. Well, fuck I'm that. Whole, like, you know? I'm whole, <laughs> you know what you write. Fuck that. I don't need to feel guilty. I didn't do anything. Come, you better shame off me. That was easy. That was good. Fuck it. I'll be a Christian today. It's fine. You convinced me. You got really good evangelism skills. I heard this guy. I'm obsessed with this guy named Sadhguru, who's right now. I'm just kind of like eating up all his stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. And he he talked about like the miracle thing you're saying. Like if you if you encounter God in the desert, would you rather mm-hmm. God appear like you're out alone in the wilderness for a long time? Would you rather God appear mm-hmm. as a shining light or a cup of water? <laughs> my my, you know what I mean? Like that's it. And what is actually helpful? There's a um, there's a really awesome story. One of my friends told me it's a it's a uh, a Buddhist um, story. Um, one of the Buddhists was walking along the road, and there was a a holy man, another like monk, who came out to to see him on the road. And this monk told him, just like look at, I basically showed off. It's like he had trained for over a hundred years to walk on water. And that was his only show, which is a, a a skill that the Buddha was said to have as well. And the Buddha said, "Your feet are worth little more than the two cents it would take to pay the ferryman to cross the river." <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, why are you trying to do all? Just get in the fucking boat. Do you need? Okay. The goal is you need to get to the other side, and. Here's this really helpful metaphor, Kevin, that you grew up with and has so many beautiful gems, and yet you will pu- you want to figure out how to walk on water because you don't want to get in the fucking boat because that boat looks like another boat that hurt you or sunk in, yeah. the, in the lake Ooh. one time. Ooh, that's not it's not the same boat when Jesus is your captain. <laughs> But that, it is like the move to seeing it as a tool. Yeah. Oh. Like as opposed to an identity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or as yeah. opposed to a um a, a some sort of like badge of morality or yeah. in inness with God. Mm-hmm. You know, for a long time, I was like, I wanted to hold on to Christian because it, I felt Christians mm-hmm. were the ones who were with God. Like, that was... Yeah. And so for me to justify, no, mm-hmm. I'm still a Christian, was like, no, I'm still, I still love God. I'm still on the in, mm-hmm. in the in group. Even though mm-hmm. I'm questioning these things about Christianity, I'm still, I really wanted to be in the in group. No, fuck that. I don't care about mm-hmm. being in the in group. Um, mm-hmm. I am I am the only group that is the mm-hmm. the universe. Yeah, there's no like Yeah, that's the thing. It's just like I'm already in the group. I was telling somebody else I'm just like everybody's on my team, they just haven't realized it yet. Right. You know? Right. Everybody And everybody's, that's what I have to Everybody's on the team that is breathing the air that the trees are breathing out. Yeah. And when they're gone, it's over for you too, sucker. You're on the trees team too. 
You're on the trees and the air and the sunshine and space and time yeah. team. Yeah. I'm uh I'm on I'm basically what we're saying is like we are the planeteers and I am Captain Planet. You know? Yeah. I know. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Uh, I haven't laughed in a minute. That actually, this feels so nice. It's always a giggle fest with you. You know that? You gotta laugh. Laughter, Mm -hmm. I think, is one of... I heard this guy who's a super weird dude, but he... he, Somebody asked him, like, the three most important spiritual practices for him, and I thought his answers were Mm -hmm. interesting. He said, uh, one was what he eats. Mm Mm-hmm. Because that's what your body is, is the collection of food that you've accumulated through your life and, like, with the kinds of that's food. That's so crazy. You, right. Whoa. Sorry. It's trippy, right? Did you see all that? <laughs> I just had a download from the Matrix in my eyeballs. <laughs> so, like, how you eat, what you eat, that's very important. That's the mm-hmm. formation of your body. Yeah. Secondly, he said breathing. Um, mm-hmm. How you breathe, and most a lot of us right. breathe very like shallowly and quickly and not mindfully. And when you breathe mm-hmm. uh, more consciously, your body is—it's like uh, putting up a an antenna in a way that the signal comes through. It's like you—you're yeah. now grounded. You're now—you're uh, not like escaping life. You're right. engaging in life. And then third, laughter. Yes. And like, if you can't laugh at anything, like if there's some aspect of your life that's not laughable, that's because you're in mm-hmm. bondage there. Laughter is key. And yeah. I feel like the more reverence you have, just give me some equal irreverence. Give me, just give me a yes. little of that, the shadow of that. Otherwise, then we're just like, Unconscious of what's going on. If we're not play, yeah. if there's not some play to it, if there's not, if we're not holding, mm-hmm. we're talking about Christianity, talking about spiritual practices. If, if there, if you can't insert in that, and mm-hmm. I'm eating ass as a spiritual practice, what? Do you, why is that <laughs> yeah, part? Yeah. Why is that part cut off? Exactly. Why are we just? That's has it. it become some sort of cerebral exercise of thinking mm-hmm. these certain words are holy, these certain practices are holy, but mm-hmm. asses, it's all, but not, it's all, yeah. The sexual experience of giving pleasure to another human, my God, it's so fun and so good. And I, I think that, like, that's where I, that's, this is where I get caught up. I, uh, I made a video about this, uh, where I just, like, was talking about this whole thing of am I a Christian? And I think. I saw it. Beautiful. Thank you. Oh, you, you, you subscribe to me on YouTube? Oh, my God. <laughs> What is this? It's me putting my hair behind my hair like I'm shy. Like it's being like bashful. Like bashful. Yeah, like, oh. You Looking know, cute. All this hair that I have. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, the thing that got me. I got a comment, and it was like, after I got through all the things, it's just like, I'm not mad because you think I can't be a Christian. I'm mad because you're missing the point. I'm like, the whole point of it is just like, so, like, uh, you know, it's like I think what Jesus was actually maybe I don't want to I don't want to put words in Jesus's mouth. I don't know this, but 
the Jesus I have been inspired by and learned a lot about, I think, was trying to do uh, something much more revolutionary than just start a new religion or reform his religion. I think it was truly about transform, like you know, you know, the transforming of your mind. Yeah, you know, I want you. To, yes, I want you to think differently about everything. Power, money, who is God, where is God, you know, and that to me is very appealing. And that's the one I want to, that's the one I like, I love talking about. And I'm like, it's, it's so funny. It's like, I'm so okay with just talking about it now. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, to be honest. Well, there was but a, I just, I, I wanted to jump off one thing you said, unless. Unless you remember mm-hmm. where you were going. Go ahead. Um, about the transforming your mind thing, like, again, I haven't read the Bible much in the last lots of years, but... <laughs> I opened... <laughs> I did read the only, t- the only reason I read it for the past two years was because of, of grad school, you know, getting a degree in Christian practical theology. But it's kind of fun now coming back to it. Like, when I do occasionally mm-hmm. now, like, I, I read some of Mark this last mm-hmm. week. And it was interesting to see how much he was like avoiding people knowing he could do miracles or or mm-hmm. like being really in the spotlight. And it was like <clears throat> it was not something that ever made sense to the story that I grew up believing about Jesus. Like if you're here yeah. to tell the good news of that you're the son of God and the people need to believe in you. Why are you being so secretive? Especially if the the penalty for not knowing about it, like if, if this is a marketing situation, and like you're here to spread the word, and you need everybody to get this, or they're going to hell. You're doing a shitty job by like <laughs> going off into the desert. What the fuck are you doing? Right. Oh my but, god! I can't wait to I can't wait to co-write a book with you called "What the Fuck Jesus," where we just go through and just like would have done this differently, would have done this differently. What are you doing? If you're here, you've got 33 years to spread this to the whole earth for all and time. You you know if you're God that you only have 33 years. What are you doing? What are, what are you, you doing? doing for Why are you wasting years? any time? Rallies is all you need to be doing. Right? Yeah. So, but if that's not what he was up to, Mm. if instead Mm. he was being fully human and inviting Mm -hmm. other people to be fully human Mm -hmm. and noticing when they were trying to make it something else and being like, no, I'm out. I don't have time for that. I got to like be a human. I got to. Yeah. I got to go (laughs) raise some dead. Drink some wine. I don't know. Did they eat ass back in the day? We don't know. Was it a common sexual practice? Anthropologically speaking, I can't imagine that they were into that at the time. But you know what? Like, I didn't think I'd be into it either, so... Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I'm not offended. Someone is, though. Um. (laughs) Sorry to this man. Sorry to this man. Um... But if it's transforming the mind, and if it's mm-hmm. be, uh, being even like, it just it, a different approach to life would be mm-hmm. more expected, which is what Jesus 
seemed the stories seemed more to me as I was reading now to like match up to. Like, yeah, I, I get he he sees people like trying to make him this thing because he can do magic tricks, and he's like, this has this mm-hmm. is not the point. Mm-hmm. Like you trying to make me your messiah. I think he would look at Christianity now and be like, what? You're tr- you've made yeah. this about me. <laughs> Just like, dude, no, no, no. Like I was telling you. Look at the poor. Yeah, look, look at, at the, the birds. People in gen- look at yourself. The kingdom of heaven Listen. is within you. Look inward. Don't look at me. My my. And also, like I was, I was really thinking about this whole like uh, trying to make sense of the crucifixion and whatnot, and why Jesus was so chill about. I won't say he was so chill. I bet you he was pissed. Like, let's be honest. Like, if you're getting killed, that sucks. That's got to suck to be tortured and die. Like, on a very basic level. Um, But it's one of those things when I think about... (laughs) Is that a weird way of saying that? Being tortured probably sucks. It does seem... uh, Like a baseline kind of observation about torture and death. It's like, that probably sucks. Yeah, and so I can't imagine it was like... He probably... I, I wonder if Jesus got in there and said like, Wait... Wait, 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 wait. This oh, oh, okay, fine. And then and then resigned. I wonder. That would have been me. Because, actually, I don't know that. No, I wouldn't have died for anyone. I know myself. That's not true. I'm not... I would die for you, Michael. If you needed me to. Um, but I don't I think wouldn't, you'll need that, I wouldn't, so. I wouldn't be opposed to changing your moniker to the Messiah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, this episode is so good. Okay, the alien, um, the alien and the queer messiah. Now, here's the thing about me being a Scorpio and uh, being... I have said this to a couple of my friends. I'm just like, I wouldn't mind inspiring a religious movement in my lifetime. <laughs> and the thing is, like, I'm dead serious about that, too. Is like, I am so drawn... To this idea that there is a different way of doing faith and like creating practices and I'm so inspired by like how these all all these other these like at least within the past like 500 years like the Baha'i faith and the Sikh faith and how they just like they were birthed uh, they were birthed at a time like out of a time and context where it's just like there's all of these warring factions happening so within the Sikh faith, it was, like, uh, between, like, Muslims and Hindus, and then their first guru, apparently, who's in the water, just chilling, you know, washing shit, and then apparently God whipped him up into heaven for three days and three nights, and then he emerged from the river on the third day and declared, there is no Muslim, there is no Sikh, there is, or no, there's no Muslim, there's no Hindu, there's only God. Well, I mean, that's just enlightenment. Yes! Yeah. And, um, and I'm just like, how can we do this? I'm just like, I don't want to be like, I don't need like a mythology around it for myself. I just want people to get it because like, I, I, I'm not saying that I get it fully, totally, completely, but I know that the quality of my life has improved from when I thought about God this way to when I thought about God this way to this big, expansive, open thing where Nothing, neither height nor depth, angels nor demons can separate me. And 
I'm very, that's, all I, that's all I ever want to talk about. All the time. And how do we get there? How do we remember? Like you said, how do we remember? And but the thing about it is, is that, like, this, this is also reflected in, like, my work right now. I'm putting together uh, a video course on how to talk about the Bible and LGBTQ inclusion, which is a conversation I'm so tired of having. <laughs> but unfortunately, I get DMs all mm. the time from people, yeah. like, how do you exegete Romans 1? And it's like, yeah, okay. This is where we are. And right, it's okay. Right. It's okay that I am here and and I'm also right. having to be back here to help this person. And that's the whole point. Is like let's pull you let's get us closer to wherever we were trying to go. <sighs> Does that make sense? Totally makes sense. I think that mm-hmm. you're doing a beautiful job being a human being. And I can join your religion if you if you'd like. Nice. If I, I have to, I have to go. I feel like the, like the qualifying things is like I gotta have like some explicitly God comes to me and or whips me up and to heaven. Um, because like what is like you All know right, Muhammad? Hold on. No. Yeah. No, I'm ready. I'm I'm okay to go. I'm All okay to go. There, all there is is God. That's it. Isn't that nice? There you go. What else do you need? Mm. I need another iced coffee right now. That's what I really need. I'm thirsty. The heaven was just right there waiting for you. It's right here waiting for you. In the cup of the iced coffee. Let God be iced coffee. Is that that's the soda stream? That's heaven. I wrote a whole poem. I wrote a whole like. I wrote a whole piece of prose about, and this was like before I had come out and anything like that, um, where I talked about this, like, inc- like, it's so funny. Cause again, like, you know, like, what did we say earlier within form, there is still like tools to recognize God and that God's still in it. Um, and so I, I think it's funny. Like I, I've been reflecting a lot about my back in my missionary days the ways that we were talking about God were still, were more expansive than any other ways that I was talking about God back then. But a lot, it was like, how do we listen to the Holy Spirit? How do we trust the Holy Spirit in the 21st century? And I was very drawn to it. And I'm like, I want to hear from God like I did when I was younger. And I want to be able to trust that feeling like I did when I was younger. Um, it was so funny is like, it's within those spaces of, of still even a small, you know, limiting theology and a very particular spiritual community I was still able to God I still somehow or God somehow whatever got me like I got it when I was there that I could be free then and so and if it was like I and I had to learn it there because that was like I couldn't have learned it any other way I was a Pentecostal I needed Jesus to come through another Pentecostal to tell me it was okay. Otherwise, I right. wouldn't have believed them. Yeah. I needed the modality yes, of that yes, yes. particular version of Holy right. Spirit to get me to where I, I could just let it go. Yeah. And any Whether other, I like it or not. Any of the other traditions, you can 
be a fundamentalist clinging yes. to your own whatever as well. It's no like magic form that makes it mm-hmm. impossible to attach to that form. Any of the forms can be attached to as though that's the end in itself. Mm-hmm. As though that's the yeah. truth. Those words yeah. are the truth. Yeah. And that's like what's, you know, what Christianity taught me was like, get it right. You know, or no, be right. Not get it right, but be right. And, yeah, and that, but then in a way, it also taught you to not, that's like, to, it, you walked down the path of it far enough where you saw through it. It also taught mm-hmm. you its own bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. There's something to be said <sighs> for, like, following a path. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm. My, my. How dare you. I have to sit that with that one for a second. Yeah, there's something to be said for following a path. Means <laughs> that's. I feel like that's a, that's a, there's a lot in that right there. Yeah, because like it means that other people have walked it. it. Means that there's already grooves in the trail. It means that some people try to make shortcuts that end you walking up off a cliff. Yeah, you know. I do think the end of the trail gets so narrow that there's only room for one. Yes. I think by the end, you don't get to carry anybody with you into heaven. <sighs> I hope everyone hears mm-hmm. me speaking incredibly metaphorically here. Yeah. But it's the only, because it's the one that is, that is free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then it is to realize that if you can realize that it's right now it's right now yeah that's then uh i think the where my mind automatically goes from that is like realizing that it's right now is then the question of like what gets in the way of me remembering that it's right now and also what gets in the way of other people experiencing it which i think is like what i think a big critique of mine with not so much now. I feel like everyone's kind of gotten on board, but I would follow names like Gabrielle Bernstein or um, Kyle Gray, like, you know, my woo-woo angel babies out there in the world. <laughs> woo-woo angel babies. <laughs> but I also, like, I, that's what I, I would refer Like, Kyle, if you ever hear this, I know you won't because you don't know um, who I am. Uh, but I love you, and you're so pretty. And God, I just feel like we would really make a spiritual connection. Oh. <laughs> Let me read your tarot cards. Ugh, just kidding. Um, Woo, angel babies. Yes, I. The thing I was, all, I had a big critique of was was that people can like get into like the thing of like it's all happening now, or like we can get to. It's one of what did we used to say back in the day? If you're so heavenly minded that you're no earthly good. That's what we would say. Uh, and it's like, how do I, because I still am in like an, an incorporated body. And I have to remember that, yeah, yes, I am a spirit. And I am also more than that. And I am this body, but I'm also more than that. I'm this weird thing. And so because I'm here, I have to like figure out what to do about this fact that there are other people who can't feel this thing that I'm experiencing with God, love, divine. And so that's what like then gets me excited to say, oh, so systematic racism 
or like you know women's inability to actually choose for themselves what they do with their own bodies poverty you know militarism what was it king said militarism um sexism and racism which is like oh and poverty that's what it was he didn't say sexism i think he would have included it. it was racism poverty and militarism was his big three um and I'm just like, how do we stop those things so that more people can experience what I'm experiencing and what you're experiencing? Okay, so first step that I would love to throw a curveball back at you is to flip that on its head and go, how, who is experiencing? It's not that I I'm experiencing mm-hmm. like it's not that I am experiencing. You have to kind of see my emotions mm-hmm. here. I'm pointing to my head. Mm-hmm. It's not that I mm-hmm. am experiencing God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God is experiencing being this. Mm-hmm. Yes. And when God realizes that in here, mm-hmm. in this body, this body mm-hmm. gets to. Be more divine. Be more loving. Yeah. Be more peaceful. Be more. It's when mm-hmm. we forget who is experiencing that mm-hmm. the things like racism and militarism and sexism yeah. and that poverty. Because yeah. if I think I'm the one, I'm the center of the universe. Meaning me, Michael. This like little segmented mm-hmm. part of the universe. Mm-hmm. That is the subject. That that is actually like the the center mm-hmm. of power that all things are moving towards Michael Gunger. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that Michael yeah. Gunger said, then, um, then I, then Michael Gunger needs to get what he needs to get. He needs to make sure he's going to not die soon. So he needs to get the fucking shit that he needs to get. And he needs to collect and mm-hmm. hoard and push away anybody that threatens that because Michael Gunger is the mm-hmm. center of the universe. But when mm-hmm, the divine mm-hmm. becomes the center of all it is, because mm-hmm. it's all it is, then there's nothing to lose and there's no reason to harm my own body there's no reason to oppress myself yes there we go there's no there reason we to, go. to put my own self under my own boot why would I do that mm-hmm. yeah and there's also reason to figure out how to get the boot off of my neck over there you yeah. know right and that's where like that's where like I get fully activated you know, oh my God, what a very, I don't know what I, I don't like that word, activated, like I'm a Power Ranger. <laughs> Empathy powers, activate! <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Go, go Power Rangers. God. <sighs> I got bored during Can't... quarantine and I watched the first season of Power Rangers. It oh does God. not age well. Kevin, I don't know whether we should call this episode Connection, Woo Woo, Angel Babies, or Power Rangers. What do you think? That's that's the big last decision, I think. I like... I like Woo Woo, Angel Babies. I like... Yeah, either Woo Woo, Angel Babies, or or Power Power Rangers. Don't put Connection in the title. I really want them to get a curveball, as you said. That's a sports metaphor. All right, I, the, I, Woo Woo Angel Babies really stood out to me as a salt, as a strong title. I'd say, I'd say, yeah. Oh, I feel better. Yeah, 
I feel a lot better talking to you. I miss you. I miss you. I miss you. Also, are we going all the way to uh, we can two, be done. three o'clock my time? It's up to you. You tell no, me. We're, we've already boss. gone. We're we're like at an hour already. We're good. We we only okay. need like. A, do I say anything to close it out, or do I just say goodbye? Just say goodbye. Hold on, I'm chewing a peppermint. Um, friends, lovers, all my good bitches out there. Uh, I just want to say that uh, I've had a really good time with you today. I uh, I think that you are a stellar human, and uh, you got you got a good face and a, and a good name. And I love you. So goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. I will see you sometime. And remember, when you're sad, it's okay. That's it. (laughs) Goodbye!